Hello and welcome to this week's Independent Music Podcast, 10 of the best new tracks each week, hosted by me, Anthony Chalmers, and me, Gareth May. Welcome to this week's episode of the Independent Music Podcast. I always had a feeling like sort of sort of like a Western sound to it, sort of to lead you trotting into this week's episode of the podcast, uh, coming over the crest of a hill. That's how we always on two Shetland ponies. That's how we always come into the podcast. <laughs> uh, the listeners don't know because obviously we start recording at this point, but we come in over the hills of <laughs> South South Norwood Hill here in South London. <laughs> Uh, on our ponies, ready to do the podcast. That is exactly what we do. And that was the sounds of Sunny Jane. The track is called I Mer Dil Kahin Al Chal. Excuse me if I butchered that one a bit. He's a New York-based uh, Southeast Asian artist. Oh, he's he's American, but uh, that's his, uh, his ancestry. And a lot of his music uh, reflects uh, that background. He's the percussionist on that one. 
and his al- new album's called Wild Wild East. It was sent to me by the label, which is a Smithsonian Folkways, and I wasn't that mad, to be honest, on the lead single, and I was just sort of going to leave it. Then I thought I'd check out a few other tracks on the album and found that I did really like uh, some of the other uh, tracks on it. So I thought I'd like to play that one for you there. And there we go. So first on the podcast of it, Sunny Jane. And uh, I was going to ask you how hard you wanted me to go in first thing on the podcast, but I've decided I'm going to go pretty damn hard. You'll say I'm quite full after that fish and chips, so it's just like <laughs> ease me in. Yeah, there's a, sleepy. There's this wonderful collaboration between Nan Cole, who's released some stuff from Black Acre in the past. He's an Italian-based producer, collaborated with DJ Tess. DJ Tess I came across last year when we were talking about the, what was the name of the record label that did the collaboration with R&S? The guy who played for me at the Sarathy Core gig. Yeah, well, oh. D- DJ uh, Had a Dream. That's what I'm looking the name for. Of the DJ. Yeah, that's the guy who curates the label. Um, but I, I think I can't remember the actual name of the label, unfortunately. Well, well, it was a good test. The label was called More Time, More Time Records. But DJ Tess, she released a great EP last year called Ayn on. Uh, on that record label. <laughs> Still haven't got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on more time records. And so when I saw this collaboration come up, Nankole, I've got a couple of records from, I thought this is going to be absolutely heavy killer goodness. I'm going to play this track from their EP. The EP is called Homemade. This track is called Gimme Any Rhythm. It features Nai Nai. Yeah. Yo, you don't know, it's nine I pun this one, yeah, aka you didn't want me sing, big up DJ Tess and Accolade, yeah. It is time, Yin Yin, come touch the mic mm-hmm. They want Amy Bossa right, feel the rhythm, feel the vibe, feel the vibe. I'm cool but I'm not running from the grime I'm not hype but I kill it every time That I flow on the beat done now, bring the heat When I sweat now, I'm dripping like ice, sipping that wine Rock it, set it, there's only one night And Yin Pan this thing one of a kind mm-hmm. Out of the box and all for dots I define mm-hmm. Not in the flock, I will not change my mind Call me boss cause I want full in line I make my own line, I am pro now I got my own mind, I'm on my own grind, Joe I don't follow suit, I like my own clothes Serious? Give me any rhythm yeah, you don't know I kill it. Mm-hmm. The beats make me itch to my moves. Got to foot and guessing that they move. I miss it. Yeah, give me any rhythm. I kill it. Watch me scat to this hit. Mm-hmm. Bump the head, bump the head. Drop to foot, drop to foot. Why not your waist while you listen? Yeah.
with DJ Tess track is called Gimme Any Rhythm it's featuring Nai Nai it's taken from the homemade EP no record label attached to that it did come up on Nan Kole's Bandcamp track that is stuck up there I guess yeah it's, it, actually it was remiss of me not to mention before that that Nan Kole is the person who runs the Guam O record label I did not know that uh, feature, uh, sort of featuring a lot of uh, South African like Guam music although guam i do believe is kind of a made-up genre i mean all genres all are made, genres up, are made up, yeah. but in terms of it has been sort of fabricated as a scene which doesn't actually really exist well, it's a certain type of uh, south african sort of housey music and yeah not popular world over exactly so it's a uh, but definitely the nankele is from italy the EP, yeah, it's out right now, nankole.bandcamp.com if you want to get it. DJ Test, like I say, on more time records, that Ayin record is absolutely cracking. I not, I'm not going to make bold claims about where she's from. I believe it's London, <laughs> but after last week's podcast where I dived in two-footed to talk about Mushroom Hour Half Hour as a, as a Dutch label, which I must have got from somewhere. Like, I haven't... have been just like thinking of another label no, that was Dutch or something. Exactly. So uh, apologies Which to them definitely, for that. Definitely a, uh, a label from Johannesburg. But it's quite funny. I So on about podcast, one of the podcasts, either episode one through five, I talked about Jatari Records being a Scottish record label. Did you? I because we're that playing, was a long time ago. Because <laughs> we were playing... Because obviously Zoom T was Scottish. Exactly. Oh yeah, I think Jatari's from uh, Glasgow. Jatari G- G- are from Leipzig in Germany. Absolutely <laughs> brilliant. I had a regular listener message me uh, or saying that they'd like listened to all the episodes and but they couldn't uh, find the early episodes. Good. It's like, you don't need to do that, pal. Yeah, on the website, <laughs> independentmusicpodcast.net has literally every episode we have ever done. Oh, does done it have it. Back to One there? Back to One, mate. Oh, wow, so it must be like on their feed. It only had the sort of from our second time round, so from 42 or something. 39, yeah. 39, it's, uh, so. Mixcloud is, has them all, unfortunately. So if you want to listen to me and Gareth uh, sort of getting stoned and speaking just into a computer, playing 20 songs, getting progressively drunker, it's all there. Yeah, the music still stands up. Oh, the music is exceptional on there, and like I, I don't enjoy listening back because I don't. But the, if when I, I like looking at the track lists <laughs> yeah, and remembering the music. To it. <laughs> exactly. That's uh, that's the that's the pleasure. All the track lists are on Independent Music Podcast on it, and unfortunately, the streaming of some of the shows we'd prefer you not <laughs> to listen to. <laughs> that. Next one from me is another one on Glitterbeat Records, a label that I've been hammering recently on the pod. Well, Tactile is that we closed last week's pod as a sister label, right? Exactly. Um, and there was other ones. There's a quite cool Tamicrest new tune as well. I was thinking about playing, but this one came out two weeks ago, and it's some beautiful Portuguese fado. Fado is is a traditional Portuguese folk music. Um, 
mainly of a sort of mournful tone about loss and death. This is a sort of updated sound with electronic music and traditional style singing. I really love it. It's uh, Lina Raul Refi is the name of uh, the artist. And the name of the song is Hide Ke Tina Morido. Oh God, apologies, Portuguese listeners. Make up for it with how good this song is.
There we go. That's the sounds of Lena and Raul Refi. It is um, sort of Fado recast. Rewired and recast is how they phrase it. It's a new release on Glitterbeat. It is haunting, beautiful, brilliant. And uh, yeah, they're on tour around the UK and Europe. They're playing London at Union Chapel and uh, playing yeah, a bunch of different places in Europe. So if you're listening anywhere close to them, I think you can do a hell of a lot worse than that. Little quote from uh, from sing, the singer Lina. I want to do something different with Fado. Uh, I had, uh, she had, a, she had a deep background in the music with her family, studied it since she was a, since she was a child. Yeah, from a family of Fado singers. And the chat also, like, from the background. Producer and multi-instrumentalist Raul Refi. It says that he's produced a, a number of a number of people. He's a Portuguese uh, musician, producer. I'm going to play some music that I thought Anthony might have brought. It's the latest from Nod. It's a Nod Zahastra split seven inch. I'm going to play the Zahastra side of this. Yeah, I like Zamzam Records a lot. It's run by the people from Zahastra. Yeah, it's uh, Zamzam Records from France. Uh, Zahastra, a French duo. The This record is obviously fantastic. Nod, I... I think I believe that I think I discovered at Raw Power last year that Nod are probably my favorite band on earth. They're just Nod are something. Yeah, they are one of those bands. Their their record, just say no to the fascist, blah, 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 blah. Uh, Death Cult is one of the. (laughs) Just say no to the right wing fascist industrial death machine no there's a few no, more words in words. there but they right but that, but, yeah <laughs> that, that that record is definitely up there in my top five nod could genuinely sort of uh bat away a meteor coming to earth with the with only sound yeah just a wonderful band so i'm gonna play the other side it's <laughs> <After laughs> uh, an absolutely wonderful band this track is absolutely fantastic it's from zamzam records it's called tarantella
There you have it. Sounds of Zahastra. The track is called Tarantella. Zamzam Records is the record label releasing. Did you say that's their record label? Yeah, it is. Uh, so it's one that I definitely played some stuff on them previously on the pod. I booked them once in London a couple of years back at the Shackwell Arms. Good yeah. band, nice people. Yeah, I'm wondering if I saw that because it's definitely one of those bands that I know the name of and more than sort of a curiosity to me. So when I saw they had a record with Nod, that was a must listen to. The side with Nod on it is way more experimental than some of their own records. It's very dub heavy. It's more, uh, what do I say? Maybe in the realm of early Equinox-ish. And so that's a more like Adrian Sherwood sort of dub techno-y sound. Adrian, it, uh, not, definitely not uh, unknown to do completely electronic records. And even in that whole live set, the Nod R&D tours, exactly more of that sort of thing. Yeah, so it's uh, worth checking out. You can get it from zamzamrec.bandcamp.com is where you can listen to both sides of that. And uh, if you wish, pick up the vinyl as well. Nice. Going to play you uh, some music I think you're going to like, Gareth. It's called Twin Sister, which is not a name that you would have heard of, but it is a new collaboration featuring the two members of Dead Neanderthals and uh, Jason Stoll, the uh, bass player from uh, Mugstar and uh, Sex Wing, or used to be in Sex Wing, not anymore, and many other ones. He moved uh, from Liverpool to the Netherlands about a year ago or so, and doing so, he hooked up with Dead Neanderthals, the fantastic saxophone uh, uh, drums band from over there. And the result is this, Twin Sister, self-titled album. It's heavy, it's good, it's droney, it's repetitive, it's all the things you want. This is the opening track called Light.
we go. Have to sort of pause that one as there's no fade out. It just goes into the next song. That is Twin Sister, uh, Jason Stoll, Otto Koki, and Rene Aquarius. Um, no saxophone from Otto, actually, on that. Normally he plays sax, but on keyboards there. Yep, yeah, really like it. It's debuting at Roadbone Festival in April. And um, yeah, maybe I'll try to fit him in for something here in London. Always down for a bit of that, keeping that same sort of feeling that you get with Dead Neanderthal, a pounding over and over again. Yeah, yeah, brilliant, brilliant. It means I'm going to have to chill things out a little bit because it's been pretty hefty this first half of the podcast. The question is, Anthony Chalmers, whether we want to go for uh, for Niger or Japan. Let's just do the Niger one because that's the one I've clicked on. Oh, okay, so <laughs> Sahel Sounds is a record label from the US that we are have been long been fans of. Anthony introduced me to their music from Saharan cell phones record. Ooh, 10 years ago. Exactly. exactly. Uh, best to, in the top 10 best compilations of the noughties. Yeah, Papato featuring Eva, Eva One is a dance floor filler, <laughs> even to this day for both of us. It is an absolute killer. I remember. Only one of us has played it to a dance floor in a brothel. Yeah, that's true. In Uganda, because I was <laughs> in Uganda. I'd, oh my God, like the guy from Nege Nege types were pretty crazy for it. He was really into that. He like, charged <laughs> in from outside for that one track and then left. <laughs> it was, yeah, it I'm was, sure your other songs were equally. It was good. a great, it was a great moment. It, it really was, and yeah. So they have these amazing compilations back in the day where they essentially these tracks came from being shared through SIM cards, ultimately, and from people's cell phones. And when I was out in Africa as well, and they had their music was shared very much the same way. Like a lot of uh, you'd buy records on SIM cards, you wouldn't buy them on digital or CD or anything like that. And now the world is changing and Sahel Sounds now have a series of records that is called Music from Saharan WhatsApp, which is exactly the same thing. It's music that has been shared around using WhatsApp. It has been recording in various different ways and then shared. I read on the blurb for it when I saw this was announced a few weeks back that all of the songs were just recorded directly onto the phone as that, well. That is also correct. Every album will be recorded on a cell phone and transmitted over WhatsApp and uploaded to Bandcamp, where we'll <laughs> live for one month only. Available, pay what you want. 100% of the sales will go directly to the artist. Or well, the I didn't realise it was that one month only. I need to, I'm getting downloading. Yeah, so get following Sahel Sounds on Bandcamp this First release is from the brilliant Etran Delaire. They are a band from Niger. They had a brilliant record a couple of years ago. Name escapes me, but I'm going to scroll down slightly. Called Number One. <laughs> I could really, have remembered that. Yeah, I could have remembered that. They are a trio. They are excellent. And I'm going to play you the opening track from this three-track EP. It's called Til Yadene. <laughs> Thank you. 
Lovely stuff. Awesome, isn't it? Sounds of Trandelaire. Track is called Tilyadene. Uh, you suspect that's mispronounced, but it's taken from music from Saharan WhatsApp, the first release via Sahel Sounds. That is of that series. Lots more to come. Uh, hopefully one a month. It doesn't quite say that, but yeah, I'm sure there's going to be plenty coming out. It'll, like Loads of contemporary bands that they work with as well. Uh, Phils de Illigad, who are touring the US, I think, at the moment. Madhu Mokhtar, who are constantly on tour. Yeah, uh, there's loads of great music that they're putting out. We don't play them a huge amount here on the pod, but definitely keep an eye on everything that they're doing. It is, yeah, pay what you want, download from etrandelaire.bandcamp.com. Definitely worth going and... Uh, giving some of your earth pounds or pence or dollars to that. It was, uh, while it was playing, I was just like feeling sort of technologically warm and fuzzy. I was just like, isn't that brilliant? Just these guys in Nigeria can get out their instruments, record onto a cheap phone, send it along, upload it to the internet, and we can just give the money back, all essentially for no money, with not <laughs> fairly low tech. Absolutely brilliant. If you would have told someone that 30, 40 years ago, 20 years ago, the mind would be blown. Yeah, not going to get into the whole how great the modern world is or how great the podcast is, but the sheer quantity of records that we play from all over the world. But the ones that the ones where they're like Uruguayan producer collaborating with a Chinese person releasing on a, I don't know, Scottish a, record label. Yeah, yeah, Scottish record label, <laughs> that sort of stuff is, yeah, it's just heartwarming. As you say, it's uh, yeah, it's what what makes the world a great place in such times where it sometimes feels like it's not. Um, I just realised that I've got we've got a double nod, double nod sort of uh, shouts for on this pod here. Not enough nod because this is dwellings and lotion, and dwellings is the uh, moniker of Chris from Nod. Um, uh, I'm, well, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to interrupt you shouting a little bit to say, could you call it a double nod to nod? You could call it a double yeah. nod to good, nod. Good, good. <laughs> yeah, there's worth interrupting you for that. <laughs> Lotion are a fantastic band from Manchester. Dwellings is Chris from Nod. They've got a, a new release on Tesla Tapes, uh, which is from Salford, connected with all of that group of people. I think it's the people from Lotion's label. And um, yeah, they're called What Myth Are You Living is the name of the record, and this is a track from it, and it's called Cloudy.
there we go. It's the sounds of dwellings and lotion. Cloudy is the name of the song from the record Which Myth Are You Living? It, that's the opening track from the album. If that second track doesn't kick in hard, I'll be really disappointed because <laughs> that it really sets itself up nicely. Yeah, love it. A bit of feeling of maybe a bit of coil, a bit of Chris and Cozy. That's the kind of the kind of feeling that I get from that. Yes, that's Lauren, the singer from Lotion and on vocals and dwellings, Chris from Nod on electronics. New release on Tesla tapes. Get that. So the Islington Mill up in Salford, um, near Manchester, mm. they all part of the same group, Tesla Tapes, um, because what's the record label? Uh, Sam Arbetta is also from that area as well. Yeah, sometimes I'm a, I get a little bit confused about what's what. Nod used to all live at the Zington Mill. But then over the years, you know, they, they were, the band has been going for 15 years, you know, people have drifted away, and I think still one or two members still live there. Sam Arbetta is um, a programmer, I think, is run co-run by some people to do with the mill but even if they don't actually live there this is all people from that part of manchester or who live in that part of manchester uh, where the mill is their spiritual and you know business home it'd be remiss of me as a northerner to not point out that salford is not part of manchester it's in manchester no, no, salford is its own city salford is a city in the uk salford, it is, is right next to manchester isn't salford just part of manchester no Mate, you are dealing with someone who actually grew up around those parts. I walked. As someone I, who I, I, I walked from Manchester Piccadilly to Salford. Yeah, yeah, you can do. Like Salford, the centre of Salford is right next to the centre of Manchester. It's like a weird Venn diagram, but Salford is not a city in yeah. Manchester. City, Salford is a district. I was like, oh, mate, mate I'm going to get this. And the main component in the city of Salford. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is part of Greater Manchester, but yeah, directly west of the Manchester city centre. Yeah, so you can walk there comfortably from Manchester city centre, but it is not part of Manchester. It is a bit unusual if you're not from the, those parts. Um, but as I said, I'd be it'd be remiss if that didn't sort of kick straight into a, a second track. So I'm going to um, do that with this one from the brilliant Sarah Kin record label called Lazy Tapes. This is uh, the record label doesn't put out a huge amount of music, but when it does, it kicks proper hard. This is from the brilliant Anna Funk Damage. The EP is called Badass Bitch, and it would I'm gonna say remiss for the third time in this link. It would be remiss of me not to play the title track with a name like that. This is Anafunk Damage, it's called Badass Bitch.
fairly nasty sounds, industrial sounds of Anna Funk Damage, the track called Badass Bitch, taken from the EP of the said name. Uh, it's uh, released via Lazy Tapes, the Berlin record label run by Sarah Kin. It, yeah, it's a pretty, uh, hmm, how do you say that? Hard to listen to in places. It is, but it is the nasty industrial noise that I have come to love in my later years. It is, yeah, I don't know a huge amount about the artist, um, but yeah, it's Lazy Tapes. They've released a couple of records over the last year or so that they've been running. I'm going to play a new release on Ecstatic Records. It is the uh, record label of uh, LSEO Not Waving. Uh, releases his own music, but also lots of other music, like this person, Primitive World. It's uh, some contemporary experimental electronic music. The album's called FMJ, and that's because of all of the album is samples from the music in the film Full Metal Jacket. Niche. Yeah, pretty damn niche. Each of the tracks is just FMJ 1 through 9, all with samples from Abigail uh, Mead's original score from Full Metal Jacket. Dark, weird, interesting, very niche, as Gareth says. And the artwork here is, seems to be someone with lots of hair on the like someone who's just had a massive haircut. <laughs> I'm sure there's art in there somewhere. Could be. Here's just the opening track, FMJ 1. Thank you. 
There you go, it's the sounds of Primitive World with uh, the album Full Metal Jacket, FMJ. Um, I don't know anything about Primitive World, I'll admit, but apparently did another album, White on White, in 2018. But I just thought the concept was interesting, and I guess in electronic music, when you have uh, you know, that sort of uh, choice paralysis, when there's just like so much stuff you can do, to give yourself extremely strict parameters like that can maybe make you think about your music in a different way. And I quite like that bit of a, as it says here, angular electronic minimalism, which sounds about right. Is it sampling Full Metal Jacket, like the film? Is that what it's doing? Sampling the music, the score of Full Metal Jacket. Right, okay. I'm not, I've definitely, I, well, I've seen that film a long, long time ago. I can't really say I know the music nor, so well. Nor do I at all. Yep, no idea. Um it says here, just on the bottom blurb of the middle, it says here, using a hefty arsenal of vintage hardware, including blah, 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 Willis acutely acknowledges the film's integral but perhaps overlooked input from Abigail Mead, Stanley Kubrick's daughter, and Vivian Kubrick, whose Fairlight CMI compositions coloured the film's most pivotal moments. I didn't put the kind of gear there because I don't know what it means and probably you don't either. It's gear. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, I was just trying to think what might favorite film soundtrack was it's quite hard to like bring one up the uh, it's not a film but the red dead redemption uh, first uh, red dead redemption video game soundtrack on vinyl is my most valuable <laughs> record that i own in my collection uh, film soundtracks wise there's a lot of great ones out yeah, there i'm not sure it's not something that i've ever really dived into too much michael levy's under the skin recently was really good well yeah. recently a few years back now but I was just thinking, like, I went to the theatre last week, uh, saw The Visit at the National Theatre. Any good? Yeah, it's a, it's a, bit of, it's a classic uh, production. In terms, it's a big revenge play, and it was on a Tuesday night, and when I bought the tickets, it didn't say what the running time for it was, and then it's really knackered at the start of the week, and I looked to see when it, when it was starting, and it was running time four hours. <laughs> that happened to me and uh, Kitty at the, uh, the old Vic when uh, we had tickets to something there and she was feeling really ill, but she was like, you know, okay, you know, I'm going to go. And I had no idea about this play. We just, you know, had some tickets. We were like, going to go. And it's got there exactly 
four hours and 10 minutes running time of like, we can leave it, you know, the, the interval if you want. I mean, the ticket's for free. And she's like, no, I was like, I've never left halfway through. We'll make it to the end. It was kind of sci-fi, sci-fi play thing. It was great. I can't remember the name. Yeah, it was a, uh, so this was, yeah, it's played by Swiss dramatist Friedrich Duranmatt. And it was, but the music in that was mind-blowing. The whole thing was wonderful. It was probably the best thing I've seen at the at National, National, National Theatre yeah. here in London. Probably the best thing I've seen there for a long time, if ever. But the music there was absolutely sublime and fairly irrelevant to anything we've been talking about as we try and wrap up this week's podcast. So I'm going to do that right now. I've just got to say thank you, a big shout out to our latest patron, Scott Alec. Thank you so much for helping support the podcast and bringing it making sure that it can keep coming to yours and everyone else's ears. We are recording before the live show, but thank you very much to everyone who came, uh, assuming that people who have bought tickets yeah. and patrons and other people are we actually are hoping coming. it was a triumph. Yeah, we're, we are, we're going to say it was a triumph, but thank you very much to anyone who's listening post that, pod, uh, that show. And yeah, if you want to subscribe to the podcast, you can do Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. As we said earlier in the show, if you want to listen to any of the shows, independentmusicpodcast.net is where to go to get to get that for you. And yeah, if you want to submit music to us, you can do facebook.com forward slash independent music podcast. As we say every single week, I think we've got a backlog. Anthony's been doing a gallant effort in trying to clear it through before he went on holiday briefly this week. And yeah. That was a work trip, buddy. <laughs> work. Wasn't no holiday. Mate, your life is all work and all play. <laughs> that's, that's what your life is. You don't know the meaning of either work or play because everything is both. Well, I'll take that. Yeah, I, think, I mean, that's an enviable <laughs> position. Yeah. I, I know I said it so sarcastically, but it was a full on compliment. <laughs> I'm going to leave you with a song I can't believe I didn't play earlier on in the podcast because this is an absolute beautiful piece of work. It's actually a reissue from uh, 1970. It was originally recorded. It's released on WRWTFWW Records. Catchy. Well, yeah, actually, they used to be called We Release Whatever the Fuck We Want records out of Switzerland and oh, they seem to have, terrible. Yeah, they seem to be sort of uh, rowing back from that original name. But they release uh, contemporary stuff, they reissue stuff as well and they do genuinely release whatever they want. It's there's certainly They're no going to release whatever they want to like when I electrocute their gonads over and over for having such a terrible name. Absolutely unacceptable. <laughs> but cuz they do release some great music and we have played them a few times on the pod before and you do have this sort of rage <laughs> every single time which uh, amuses me no end. But, but this record it's from uh, uh, Masha Hiko Sato. It's a it's a it's just a brilliant record. It's uh, it was a it was actually, <laughs> bizarrely, a soundtrack to a nine-episode suspense drama that aired in in Japan in 1969 and 1970. It says here in the press release, filled, filled with exquisite jazz, soul jazz, folk jazz, and mystery jazz. Out on April the 4th as well, I reckon this could be our furthest away play so far on the pod. Yeah, we're certainly getting there, getting through the year already. <laughs> I'm going to leave you with this. The record is called Kyobi no Honor. It's out in April, as Anthony says. You should definitely go check this out if you're into it. It's called Sane Aito Kyofu, and it's by Mashiko Sato. We'll be back next week. Bye.